This is Gemara and Irvin Daf Yudzayin. Again, the learning for Chayyim Shalal has been sponsored as a Chosr for Hashem for Shana Tova Bas Esther, as well as Chosr Lidon Nishmasa for Esther Rizal Bas Ramir, whose yard site I believe is today, as well as for our Chayyim Yudemir Ben Yakira, Emmanuel Ben Figel Chaim, Avram Ben Chayyim, Chaim Ben Sersham Simon Rizal, Dosar Bas Kenenda, Tivasiyam Bas Chayyisari, Yisrael Bas Aresi, Yisrael Bas Mindol. And as a prejudice to the Shavuot, he knew Ben Chayyim Shalal Tzarch to Mip Bas Naomi Bas Shavuot Figel B'Shir Chana Fal Dabim Nitriva B'Sayishar Chayyim Yisrael. We pick it up at the bottom of Yud Tazayin Omid Beis. Again, if anyone, I know that we read this last Gemara slightly quickly, but it's okay because really it's going to be a, continu- a conversation really that's going to continue in today's Gemara and hopefully after today's Gemara we'll have clarity. But basically, the basic points that we were discussing is we have a Shayaro. We have a caravan, someone who's camping, someone who's traveling, and on Shabbos comes and he can't carry because he's in the middle of nowhere. So what does he want to do? He wants to create an area that he can carry. And the question is, how big of an area is he allowed to create? And is this a din that when you take these ropes, we said, we spoke about, you take one rope, two ropes, three ropes, each one is three tvachim apart, so you have lavud, thereby creating a ten tefach tall wall, machitza, and thereby creating a roshos that you could carry in. So we had a machlekes, whether this was a special din for shayara, so in traveling, whether it's a din for everyone, and as well, how much area are you going to get? Is it going to be something that you're going to get as much area as you want, or is it going to be something that a person only gets the amount of area that a person needs, which usually is Besa Sayim, which is Tusa. So the Gemara here on the bottom of the Zayin Medbiz begins, Darish of Nachman, even though it's really after two dots, it's really a continuation of the previous Sugya, says the Gemara. We are seven lines before the end of the Amr of the Zayin Medbiz, Darish of Nachman, Yushun Rabbeinu Shmuel, Yochim Nasla Besa Sayim, a singular person, how much area does he get? Tusa. These two people knows the Bisasayim, he also gets Tusa. Gimel, three people knows the Shayara, that becomes a Shayara, becomes a caravan, it becomes a group, three is a group, and then the Nights of Bishish, and then he gets six saw. Again, two seemingly two saw for each person. Says Gemara, and this is what Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Ishmael. Ask the Gemara, Shavkas Rabbanan, Vavdas, Kavyesi, Rabbi Yehuda, what's going on over here? We know that the Rabbanan hold that you get called Tzarka and you get as much as you want. Rabbi Yehuda was the opinion that it held that you got two saw per person. So seemingly Rav Nachman is darshaning in the name of Rabbi Ishmael that how much are you getting two saw per person when it's three people, you still only get up to six saw. Says the Gemara, Hadra Aikim Rav Nachman Amaroya Alei, Darish. Rav Nachman afterwards went and said that really there are Moroyim that hold this way. And he said, That which I said, yadi was a mistake. However, in truth, the following is the din. One person gets two people. But once we have three people traveling, again, three people traveling, they stop at Shabbos. They want to create these makeshift walls in order to carry within it. Three people not and then they get called Sarkans. What's changing? What's changing is that once there are three people, then we're calling it a Shayara, and then he's getting called Sarkan. So now the Gemara, it's a little bit better because at least now it's at some level going to be in the Rabbanon, but the Gemara asks, What's going on over here? The first part, when he said one person gets two saw, two people get four saw, two saw piece, that's according to the opinion of Yisrael Yudah that every person gets two saw. The Sefer Rabbanon, then it said, but if it's three people, then it's a Shayara. And then how much do you get? Then you get as much as you want. Well, that's according to the Rabbana one. You just go with the Rabbana all the way. The Rabbana held that even one person, even a Yachid and Nan Shayara, is going to be able to get the amount that they need. 
Says the Gemara in, no, you're correct, the Risha is of Yehuda, and the Sefa is the Rabbanan. Why? That is what his father of Yehuda held. And that is the end of the statement that Rav Nachum said in the name of Rabbi Nishmo. Amar Rav Giddel Amar Rav, Shleisha, seemingly cryptic statement. Shleisha, three people, Bechamesh, in five saw Asurin, is forbidden. Bisheba, but in seven, Mutarin, it's going to be permissible. Again, three and five is Asur, in seven, it's Mutar. Says the Gemara, fourth line, Amrulay, they said to him, Amar Rav, Achi, did Rav really say this again? Is Rav Giddel Amar Rav? Did Rav really say that in five it's Asr, in seven it's Mutter? Amrulu, Araisa, Nevi, Uksivi, it's Lashon of Ashmua, by the Torah, the Nevi, and the Ksuvim. Yes, this is what Rav said. Amar Rav, Achi, Amar Ravashi, this is what Ravashi said, my Kashya. What's the question? What's wrong? I just told you that three gets five is forbidden, three gets seven is Mutter. What's the problem? This is what Rav meant. Three people, each person normally gets two saw. So if they need six saw, they kifu b'shava. And what do they do? They didn't surround six saws worth. They surrounded seven saws worth, meaning they surrounded more than they need. Even though it's more than they need, it's going to be permissible. Why? Because we've learned that you're allowed to have up until Two extra. This isn't two extra. It's only one. So it's going to be mutter. Or depending on the gersa, if they only need five, and then they surrounded for seven. So now what do they do? They did two extra. Then even five is going to be forbidden. So it's not a question, explains Rav. If you did a little more than you need, that's okay. If you did two more so than you need, that is not okay. Says the Gemara, Tani. One second, now which we learned, but eventually Panui. We learned in the Mishnah that it's okay as long as you don't have two saw open, which is seemingly what the equation that we just said was. As long as it wasn't two saw extra, it's okay. My love, what does it sound like? Sounds like it just can't be extra for people. Meaning, when we had three people and they needed six saw and they did a seven saw, so it's one extra saw, that wasn't a big deal. Why? Because it was not two saw, Panui of people, two saw open of people. Says Gemara Lai, no, it's actually not true. Panui me Kalim. It means that you have to have two saw that are open of Kalim. Meaning, and let's actually, let's, let's pause for a moment. Let's swing to the right of our page and let's look at Rashi. My love, Panui me Adam. So Gemara asks, you're telling me that it means that you don't have any people in that area? Kigoyin. Three people when they surrounded eight saw, which we said is no good. Why? Because that's two extras. This two open below Bailim without any owners. Again, each person seemingly gets two saws. So if three did eight, three gets six is an extra two. Why? It's only one extra. And Sydney, that would be okay. Says the Gemara, that's not accurate. It means it can't be free of Kalim. Kalimar. Very important. Explains Rashi. Whenever Rashi has a kolaymar, means Rashi is coming to add something in that you would not have necessarily known. Kolaymar sheish bein mechitzas beis asayim panui shaloh hayatzrichem lo. Meaning, now we're going subjective. How many? How much? You know? How many bags do you got? You're flying in the plane. You got two bags. You got five bags. Here, you're camping for Shabbos. How many bags do you got? And the amount of bags that you get, you're going to get more and more area. So panui mikelim. It's free of kelim. Va'afal gav inu shleisha. Even though there's three people, it means shleisha lo beis asayim. Let's say these three people only needed two saw and they surrounded four. They didn't have so much baggage. They didn't have so much stuff with them. Nami says it also would be an issue, meaning it's subjective. It's totally, it depends on how many items you have. It does not solely depend on the bailum that you are.
Says the Gemara, continuing the similar theme again, with same story, someone's traveling, he comes Shabbos, he wants to create makeshift walls, how much area does he get? Itmar, we learned, Shleisha, we're about 12 lines in, first one in the line is Shleisha. Shleisha, there were three people before Shabbos began, and one of them is Nifter, or there were two people, and then the third person joins the group on Shabbos. So in these two cases, again, either we detract a person or we added a person on Shabbos. Before Shabbos was one status, on Shabbos was another status, and basically the discussion of our Gemara is going to be, what, at what point do we determine how much area do you get? Does it go on who was there before Shabbos? Does it go who was there on Shabbos? Shabbos causes it. When Shabbos begins, we take a snapshot, Muksa similarly, as we've seen in the Gemara and Shabbos, that Shabbos Causes it so when Shabbos begins, if there were three people, then it's called a Shayara, it's called a caravan, they get X amount. If it was two people when Shabbos begin, then they get that amount. And Rashi explains that the case, then the practical application is going to be let's say there were two people and they surrounded too much of an area. Two people, they surround an area of eight. We know that's no good. Or two people, they surround an area of six. We know that's no good. But I became Shabbos and another person jumped on board. Now there's three people, and three people for six is great. Says one opinion, Shabbos, Kairamis, when Shabbos begins, that is what determines how much air you get. And if when Shabbos begins, you took too much, the mechitz is no good. If Shabbos begins, you have the right amount, even if subsequently on Shabbos, one of the people disappears, he's niftar, still it's okay. No, practically on Shabbos, how many people are you? Right now, you're two people, you get four. Right now, you're three people, you get six. I don't care what was there before Shabbos. That is the machleik, is and Rav Yitzchak. Says the Gemara, this time the Rav Huna, who the Amr Shabbos Gerevis, let me bring you a proof. The Rav Huna is the one that holds the Shabbos calls the Dhamma Rabba, Dhamma Rabba. Boyimei Rav Huna, they ask from Rav Huna, Boyimei Rav Yudah, they ask from Yudah. Erev Derech HaPesach. We know a, a concept that we've seen many times, and we're going to see again in a length. The sign called an Erev Chatzirah is two Rishos Ayachids, two houses, let's say, that open into each other. You're now allowed to carry Midrabanan from one to another. So let's say there's a doorway connecting the two areas, so everything is good. What do you now have to do? You have to make an Erev, you have to have uh, a loaf of bread or something like that, a combination to connect the Rishuyas. So what happens? Erev Derech HaPesach, there was a doorway between these two Rishuyas, and you made an Erev, Vinistam HaPesach, and Shabbos comes and the doorway closes up, or you made it through a window. The window closes up. Now, what's the din in this case? And Rav Huna or Rav Yudah responded, Shabbos Hoyel Vahotra, Hotra. Once Shabbos began, once it was permitted, it was permitted to stayim. So that's a raya that what Rav Huna hold, Rav Huna held, it depends on when Shabbos begins. Shabbos began, he had a doorway. Shabbos began, he had a window. You made your ear booze kosher. We don't care what happened subsequently. Similarly, in our case, Shabbos began, you had three people and you surrounded an area of six saw. Even if on Shabbos one of them is nifter, so now you only have two people for six saw, which is too much. It's going to be okay because everything goes by when Shabbos begins. To stayim, says Gemara. It's a wonderful raya. It's the opinion of Rav Huna. Says the Gemara, Lamer Avuna Rav Yitzchak, but look to the Rav Yitzchak, Rav Yehuda Kamifli. Maybe this Machleik is Rav Huna and Rav Yitzchak. Whether it goes when Shabbos begins or it goes practically, how many people are there now? Is the Machleik is Rav Yitzchak and Rav Yehuda? That's an avenue to the Mishnah. Chatzur Shnifzah Mishtei Ruchaisel. You have a Chatzur. That two of the walls fall down. or a house. That two of the walls fall down. or a mavoi, or an alleyway, a cul-de-sac. The kaira that we've been discussing for the last sixteen blot, the horizontal beam falls. or the vertical beam, the lechi falls. Mutarin Shabbos. For that Shabbos, you're allowed to carry. That's Rabbi Yehuda. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda held. If Shabbos began and it was good, subsequently it falls. That Shabbos, you're okay. 
Seemingly, that's going to be according to the opinion. Like Ravuna, the Shabbos Kay Remes. Rav Yaisi Aymar, in Mutarin Lysa Shabbos, Mutarin Lysa Lavoy. In Asurin Lysa Lavoy, Asurin Lysa Shabbos. What does that mean? So Rashi explains what Rav Yaisi means to teach us is that since Lysa Lavoy, it's going to be forbidden, there's no longer four walls, there's no longer a Kaira, there's no longer a Lachi, it's going to be forbidden now. Seemingly, Rav Yaisi is going with the opinion of Rav Yitzchak, that it goes by Diurin, it goes by what's going on on Shabbos. Practically, do you have a Lachi, do you have a Kaira, do you have walls? Answer is no, you can't carry. So as we just explained, so seemingly they're arguing with the same achleikis, which of course, whenever the Gemara says this, it's a question. We don't want Amboroyim to be our Ravuna and Rav Yitzchak to be having the same achleikis as Tanayim, Rav Yehuda, and Rav Yaisi. Ravuna, Ravuna answers, I know the Amri, I feel Rav Yaisi. Now, before we actually read this inside, let's explain the concept. There were really two different things. One was discussing the mechitzas that you had on Chavez, and one was discussing how many people do you need to have in order to enclose an area to permit carrying in that area on Chavez. We, the Gemara and the Havamina, wanted to equate the two and say, Mandamar, that old Shabbos Geremes, holds that a Shabbos is a snapshot. The Mandamar, that old Yurin Geremes, holds we go practical. The Gemara now says, no, we can split the two cases both ways. Armelcha Ravuna, Ravuna responds, who holds normally Shabbos Geremes, I know, Damir, Fila Rabbi Yaisi, I can go even to the Binyam Rabbi Yaisi, and in the case of that Lech, in the case of that Kair that fell, it's going to be forbidden. Why? I, why is it forbidden when Shabbos began? It was permitted. I can't look at Rabbi Yaisi, awesome, and say he's then over there, El there are no machitas anymore. Meaning, when Shabbos happens, you look around, you got no walls, you got no lech, you got no kaira. Halcha, but in our case, it's not only machitas. You have walls. So maybe by us, we could say Shabbos Kairamis. I, one of the people, was nifter, but you still have the machitas. That's one difference. Is that in our case, you still have the walls. In that case, you do not. Rav Yisra Kamar, he explains, and I'm here for the Rav Yehuda. The exact opposite. Rav Yitzha says, I can even go with Rav Yehuda. I can't come Rav Yehuda. Awesome. I'll do this now. It's not you. It's not you. Here there's nothing left, you got no people there, and therefore each opinion says it's not necessarily absolute that the two machlaikism are dependent upon each other, and that is the maskana of the Gemara. We do have a machlaikism of Rehuna and Rav Yitzhak, whether Shabbos Geriam is a snapshot of the Yurin Geriam, it goes practically how many people are there, but it's not necessarily dependent on the same machlaikism of Rav Yossi and Rav Yehuda. Says the Gemara, just concluding for this part of the Gemara, the Chacham concluding the mission of one of the two, I know Tanakama, seeing that's the same thing as the Tanakama, of a singular person, not out in the desert, but rather within civilization. That will be the Machlekas, how much area you're allowed to enclose in that area. And let's continue, says the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Yezayin Amaral, the bottom quarter of the Ahmed. Once we're discussing, we just got into a lengthy discussion, you're traveling and you want to create makeshift walls in Shabbos. So now we continue with Bemachana, you have soldiers. Certain leniencies that we created for a soldier out in the field. Maybe in Aitzin, number one, they'll let it take wood from wherever they want, be called Maka from anywhere. Upaturim, Erechitzis, Yedai, and they don't have to wash their hands. Medemai, the Ladi, Demai, which is when it's a suffix, we're not sure if the proper Trumans and Mises were um, uh, separated. Umayla, Arav, and they don't have to create an Arav, an Erev, and the Gemara is going to explain each and every one. Says the Gemara, Tanarav, Machana, Yoitzis, Lemelchama. Someone who's going out to war, Lemelchames, Harashos. Lemelchames, Harashos, as Rashi explains over here. 
You see, Rashi, Rashi explains, says, Why? Because once Melchamas Yeshua Be'elech from Yeshua and on, that was the last Melchamas Mitzvah, and afterwards the Melchamas of Rishos. Says the Gemara in one more time, Tanu Rabbanan, Machna Yutzel Melchamas Rishos, Mutarim Begezel Eitzim Yeveshim. And Rashi says, Even Yeveshim. It's a chedesh, they're allowed to take any wood they want, they're allowed to go into anyone's backyard and grab some wood, and even the dry wood. Certainly the moist wood, but the dry wood was a better commodity because you use it as firewood. They're even allowed to take that. Review the Bentaymo Aymer. And if a soldier falls, a soldier is nifter, right then and there. It doesn't make a difference if you're in someone else's backyard. You're allowed to bury the soldier. Says the Gemara. Now the Gemara is going to dissect those three things we just said. You're allowed to take the wood, you're allowed to bury the soldier, and you're allowed to go wherever you want. Says the Gemara, Mutarim because eats him, Yeveshim. They're allowed to take whatever wood they want, Yeveshim, referring even to dry wood. Says the Gemara, what's going on over here? From our Mishnah, what does it seem? That this was a special taikon of four soldiers. Haitakanta the Yeshua. Ask the Gemara, this was a taikon of Yeshua that had to do when they were Kaivish Eretz Yisrael, but it had nothing to do with special soldiers. Dumber Mar, Asara Tanai missed the Yeshua Shemarin. Belcharshin Malakin ate him, he said, they'll say that they're allowed to take the wood. Answers the Gemara, no, it was different. Hasam, the Xir of Yeshua, to allow taking the wood of his the Higi were the thorns and the bad wood. Halacha b'shari itzim is all woods. Inami hasam b'chubarim. Rabbi Yeshua was talking about only wood that was attached to the ground. Halacha b'tzlushin, even wood that was cut down. Inami hasam b'lachem by moys. Halacha b'yaveshim is a special gezeira, the dry wood, the detached wood, even the good wood that the soldiers were allowed to take. Rabbi Yudah ben Teimah Wherever someone is nifter, he's buried. Says Gemara Pshita, of course, wherever he's, someone is killed, he's buried. Mace Mitzvah. We know there's a concept of a Mace Mitzvah. a Mace lying in the middle of the street that gets the highest priority and allowed to bury wherever you want. As we see, Mace Mitzvah. Oh, Mace Mitzvah, what's the din? Says Gemara in the last line, he's Zainam and Aleph. The Mace Mitzvah acquires its place. And acquires its place, meaning he's allowed to bury it there. So, of course, the soldier is going to be allowed to do the same thing. And says Gemara, like, Tzricha, what's the Chedesh Af al Gav, even though moving along to Yazayinam a base, closing out the final Amud of the first parak. Af al Gav, this Lake Haifrim, even though there are people to bury this soldier. Titania, like we learned in Abraisa. Ezehu Mace Mitzvah, what is a Mace Mitzvah? Kosha ain't like Kaifrim, someone who doesn't have someone to bury him. Kaira, you call out this person's nifter, you call out, is anyone here to bury him? And someone answers, says, Oh, I'm a relative, I'm going to bury him. Ain't Mitzvah. Such a case is not a Mace Mitzvah, therefore you would not be allowed to bury him wherever you want. And, but however, in our but if he's a soldier, then he still can bury him wherever you want. Who well, says the Gemara further? What you just quoted me a Mishnah that a mace mitzvah buries wherever you want. Vatani went to the brisa. How mighty may someone who's carrying it? A mace mutal b'seratia. It's in the seratia. It's in the big open plazas. You should bring him to the right. You should go either to the right or to the left. Go off the main road. Sadabor v'sadenir. If you have a choice to put in a plowed field or a not plowed field, go into the unplowed field. Sadenir v'sadezera. If you have a choice to bury this mace mitzvah in either a plowed field or in a uh, sown field, a field that they planted seeds already, go into the non-planted fields. Let's say they're equal. You have two different fields that are planted, two plowed, two regular. So then you let it go wherever you want. So the Gemara is bothered. You just told me a minute ago that a mace mitzvah you bury where it is. Seems clearly in this rice and that. This rice seems clearly that you should use your use your uh, wisdom, use your logic, use your seichel, and bury it in the most opportune place, the closest place, but not right then and there. If it's a plowed field, go to the not plowed field, etc. 
Amar Habibi, no, that b'risa that said, you'll have to take it to whichever field you want, that's a mace lying on the bound, on the borders. It's blocking off the road. It's lying in the road. You've got to move that mace. The Kahanim are going to come. It's going to make them tame. So you've got to move away the mace. And since you're allowed to move away the mace from the boundary borders, then you're allowed to take it and then you calculate where you put it. But a real mace mitzvah just sitting somewhere, you buried right then and there. However, the Mishnah was teaching us a chiddish, even on top of that, that even when it's not a mace mitzvah, you're allowed to bury it wherever you want when it's a soldier. Says the Gemara, and it is potter from washing your hands. The, the soldiers, Amar that only means we wash our hands before bread. It's one of the big statements when we learn we see that the soldiers don't wash they don't wash before eating the bread but before you bench that's a chayva, that's an obligation. What is the reason? It's because the salt that could damage that could blind the person. We found in a court which is a measurement in a kura this teeny little bit of mouth what if someone actually mines salt? We're talking about someone who finishes a meal and therefore we're concerned you might have a little bit of salt in your fingers. So you got to do a mayim achrein and what if someone who's actually measuring salt, let's say, kail milcha, he's measuring salt. Of course, if you're actually playing with salt, of course you have to wash your hands. This is one of the big makairis that one should wash his hands before he benches mayim achrein. Of course, we know there are different minhagim. The Shulchan already quotes such a thing. There are yakis you don't. But if one does not have a meaning, then of course we're seeing in a gemara here, you learned it here at the end of the first parak, mayim achreinim chayva, that it is an obligation to wash your hands. And we see so far that even a soldier who doesn't watch Mayim Rishayim before he eats the bread, he still watches my washes Mayim Achrayim. Umid Demai, the last thing the Mishnah taught us was that these soldiers are allowed to eat Demai. Demai is something that we're not sure if they took of Chumas Amaisa. Says the Gemara does not learn to the Mishnah. We're at the two dots. About I don't know 10, 15 lines for the end of the parak. First word line is Ditzinat. Ditzinat. Anyone who's looking on the screen, you'll see it in front of you. Ditzinat. We learn to the Mishnah. And this is actually something that we saw in Gemara and Shabbos. Now we see the Makar. You're allowed to feed Aniyim. Poor people are allowed to eat Demai. Again, Demai is something that we're not sure. Now, Ma'ar, it says produce. And we're not sure if you took off the appropriate, not just produce or wheat or whatever. And we're not sure if you took off the appropriate uh, Chumas and Maestris. Aniyim are allowed to eat it. Tevesa, Achsanya, Demai, as well as an Achsanya. Soldiers are also allowed to eat Demai. And that's really what our Mishnah is teaching us. Amravuna, Tana, Beishami, Oimrim. Ain't Machinus Aniyim, Demai, Vechazani, Demai. No, you're not allowed to feed Aniyim. And the soldiers, Demai, Beishel, Oimrim. Which, of course, what we pass like that's our Mishnah. Machinus Aniyim, Demai, Vechazani, Demai, allowed to feed them. Umalari, even the final thing that the Mishnah said is that these soldiers do not have to make an Eruv. What is this talking about? Ah, that's Eruv Chatzirois. Again, you have two Rishas Yachas to carry between each one. Is it in the Rabbana? So the soldiers let it carry without making a proper Eruv, without combining with the bread and whatnot. But Eruv Tachumen to walk more than 2,000 Amais? That the Archaiv to do if they want to walk outside of the Chumdet. Tanya Rabbi Chiyaz, Rabbi Chiyaz taught us, like in Al Eruv Tachumen, we give Malkus for Eruv Tachumen. So we see Erev Tachumim as a higher level did, and therefore the soldiers, it's a din so we can't forgive on that, and the soldiers have to be careful on that. Says Gemara, one second, you just told me, and this should remind us of Gemara and Shabbos, you just told me that you're going to get Malkus for Erev Tachumim, for going outside the Tachumim. The boss says, don't carry outside, don't go outside the Tachumim. Is there Malkus for something that says Al? 
Says the Gemara, Maskar Ravacha Riyakov, Elamiyato, Dachsev Altavnel, Obviously, you don't have different of a Dizara. Hachanami do Laki? Of course, you ask him, Malkus. So what's bothering you? The fact that it says Al? You like him, Malkus, when it says Al? Ravyun is on Hachikashli. Says the Gemara, no, no, this was the question. Lav Shemit and Lazaras Misas Bezdin. Again, this will remind us of the Gemara in Shabbos where we saw this with regard to other Malachis. Whenever we have a lap, that potentially one could incur the death penalty, Lazarus Misabazdin, and that is seemingly what Tuchumen is. It's one of the Malachas, similarly to Kari, carrying in Rosh Hashanah says the Umar, if there's a potential Daraisa, a death penalty that one could be killed for being Iber, certainly then the rule is you don't get Malchus for that in. So why are you telling me that if Tuchumen you're going to potentially get Malchus? No, the positive that we're referring to is not referring to potential Misa. The positive we're referring to is referring to Tchumen. Tchumen does not get a Misa, and therefore there will be Malchus on it. Who would have thought that we learned the first paragraph of Erevin? I'm sure many people were scared when we start. Hopefully by now, the fears have alleviated, and everyone realizes that Baruch Hashem, Erevin, with all the pictures and all the technology, is certainly a table. I hope we all join us with Chazara, everyone do their own Chazara, and we shall return. We're not going to do the whole Mishnah, we're just going to make a Haschola, we never stop at the end of a parak. Let's begin. We saw in the first parak, you have this well, and you want to make mechitzas around the well, so animals could drink from the well in Shabbos. So how do you make this mechitzas? You make four corners, which are eight because each one is a corner, two, four, six, eight. No, it needs to be eight, which is like 12. How is that? Which is a four corners, which is eight. Plus another four in the middle, which equals 12. And six wide. Any amount of thickness. And again, we'll pick it up from the Mishnah tomorrow. Mazel Tov in the first barrack of Ervin. Hopefully, we'll be able to learn many, many more together.